0: This best of episode of Humble and Fred is brought to you by Bodog, GoDaddy, the retirement Sherpa Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, and the Electric Vehicle Network. Hello, I'm Toronto Mike, producer of Humble and Fred, Kay Trevor Wilson, The man mountain of comedy has spent over 20 years entertaining us all. As you'll hear in this conversation, he appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live. But he's best known for his role on Letter Kenny. Here he is from early 2017, live from Sudbury, talking about filming the third season of Letter Kenny.
1: Uh, is this K. Trevor Wilson? It is indeed.
2: How's it going?
1: Oh my God, K. Trevor, is there is there a Are you on your cell phone or are you on a uh, a phone that was just manufactured?
2: Cell phone. Oh,
1: there you go. TV. Now I can hear you. Hey, buddy, what's going, going?
2: on? I'm uh, up in Sudbury, taking a day off from filming our hit TV show.
1: Oh, you you call it now? You just refer to it as your hit TV show, Letter Kenny.
2: My hit TV show Letter Kenny just
1: to uh, drive it home. <laughs> I love that. Was, I think it's funny that. By the way, this is K. Trevor Wilson. Everybody, we uh, we mentioned K. Trevor was calling in. K. Trevor's up in uh, Sudbury with uh, Barker and Battellini and uh, all these people. And what are you doing up? Oh, you're shooting this thing. You're shooting your hit series.
2: Yeah, we're in the middle of uh, middle of uh, shooting the first part of season three.
3: Why is that? Um, why Sudbury? is that normal or is there oh
2: this is where we shot all the previous seasons oh it is a, okay yeah uh, yeah so uh uh the farm's up here and uh it's actually in the hamner just outside of sudbury uh uh-huh. uh yeah, we've been shooting up uh in sudbury since we started i think you know because we can, it's a lot easier to capture the small town feel of canada up uh up in the north uh, oh, yeah. A lot of great areas we can use up here, like uh, Hanner and Azilda and Chelmsford, mm-hmm. and uh, also because of the uh, wonderful northern Ontario tax credit. Uh,
1: a week from today, we're going to talk to the uh, we're going to talk to Jared uh, Kiso. Now, ever since it's become a hit TV series, has uh, has the money increased? Has the fame increased? Uh, the, are the perks better? Do you have a bigger trailer? Are they treating you better, Kate Trevor?
2: Uh, in all honesty, season one, we didn't even have, uh, trailers. We all changed on the wardrobe trailer, uh, to save money. And, uh, we had, uh, an old, um, an old transport, uh, truck with couches in it where we all, uh, took naps.
1: (laughs) Okay. And so things have uh, improved?
2: They've definitely improved. We've got, uh, we've got nice trailers now. Uh, yeah, and we've got, uh... Uh, things are, uh definitely every year they, they get a little sweeter the perks get a little bit better uh i think uh, we're all enjoying a little bit more financial freedom well, at least i know i am i, I shouldn't speak for everybody but uh, uh i'm enjoying the uh the lifestyle that letter kenny is affording me
3: well that's that's fantastic <laughs> how are you good so, for you so
2: you're up there
3: like how are you up there to do several episodes
2: Yeah, we're shooting, uh, we're going to shoot six episodes uh, over the course of the month, and then uh, we're going to take a break and come back in June and knock out uh, probably another six from June to July, and then uh, take another break and come back in the fall to crank out another six.
3: And you're in every episode, right? And what is your character's name?
2: Squirrely Dan.
3: That's right squirrely. Are you doing... Is that what a season is on... Because uh, you guys
1: run it on Crave, right? Is that? Is it 18 episodes as a season or six episodes a season?
2: Well, our, our first two seasons were six episodes apiece, but uh, uh, season three, we got picked up for 18. Jesus. But we're, we're splitting them up into three blocks of six uh, so we can bump them out faster because uh, the, the Letterkenny fans are... Uh, they, they get antsy. Uh, pretty much, uh, I think... Uh, season two came out on christmas day and on unboxing on day they were giving us crap that there was no uh, new episodes so
3: so they have that's the system they release all the episodes at once
2: yeah yeah, yeah. you know the, the netflix uh, model of mm-hmm. uh, binge watching we just push out uh six episodes and uh and and the fans eat it up do you write
3: at all uh, for this show
2: uh, nope, no, I'm not a writer on this show, I'll do, although I am uh, given a lot of freedom to ad-lib and, and mm-hmm. uh, bring stuff into to my character. Uh,
1: Your uh, character Squirrely Dan?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I usually decide what words uh, Dan's going to pluralize.
3: You know, when I hear stories like this, I always think of the Seinfeld thing. It's you do six episodes, and then they want to renew at 18, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> now yeah. we have to <laughs> come up with 18 episodes. And that, that's got to be some weird pressure, man you know I mean
2: uh, Jacob and Jared uh have written every episode so far except for one Mm -hmm. I think uh but uh you know that all, 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 a lot of that knowledge is, is far above my pay grade. I just I just show up and, and uh, bring Dan to life.
1: K. Trevor uh, Wilson's with us, and uh, we're going to talk about some uh, stand up in a second. Ktrevorwilson.com Trevor Wilson com is how you get a hold of him on on Twitter. It's uh, at K. Trevor Wilson and uh, some other stuff uh, where people take pictures of themselves for no reason. K. Trevor. Um, with that many episodes, are, is it... Because I, I just... I found out that I have Crave because of some other package, so I was watching... Uh, started watching the series. Do you guys have any idea? Because you said everyone downloaded it on Christmas Day Season 2. Do you have some sense... Maybe you can't answer this, about the numbers of people watching this show?
2: Uh, I've heard different things. They don't like to give us too much information because I think it... it uh it means we can uh, ask for more money. Yeah, it could get into, uh, the, wrong, it
1: could get into the wrong hands.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I, I have heard uh, um, after season one came out, uh, uh, we were told, uh, that Jared and I were told by Bell that uh, we were the the number one uh, watch show on the Crave network. Uh, and that one in three people logging on to uh, uh, Crave were watching Letterkenny. <laughs>
1: well, good for you, man. I think that's great. I it's think it's uh, a great thing. I think it's, it's a, a great it's a lot system. It's
2: fun to be on a, a Canadian show that people like. Yeah, we wouldn't know what
1: that's like. That's never happened <laughs> to us. Uh, we're still waiting for that to happen. We're hoping that it happens before uh, we either retire or die. I'm just trying to think what, what that show would be, but... That's for another time. What our show would be The mm. Canadians enjoyed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I keep trying to do this. Uh, about a month and a half ago, mm. the uh, Canadian stand-up community was abuzz uh, with uh, two things I, I want to note. You can tell how good a guy somebody is by how excited his peers are for him or her when they have some success, and uh, it was clear in the Toronto stand up community that your appearance on Conan was remarkable for several reasons. Jimmy Kimmel, sorry. Jimmy
3: Kimmel. Are you sure? Was it Kimmel? Are you sure? Because Howard told us Conan. Are you sure?
1: I I
2: was there. Uh so
1: let me go back and say uh on Kimmel, your appearance I said Conan earlier, didn't I? Yeah. Well, I was wrong. Yes, it well, I was wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> hopefully the fertilizer truck will and, come
3: back and kill and us all. Remember <laughs> I was saying, is that still on? Now, the, the Kimmel, Conan is still on. I know. But I'm saying Kimmel has wider distribution. So yeah. it's even better. Yes. Proceed. So,
1: um, when K Trevor's appearance was announced, the uh, community went uh, crazy with praise and congratulations. And I thought, that says a lot. Because I had just, you know, we've had you on the show, but I didn't really, I hadn't met you. And I, But I know a lot of those people that were, you know, happy for your success. So a couple things. Uh, that must have felt great.
2: It did, it, did. it really did. It was, uh, I was very touched by uh, the, all the well wishes and the nice messages that were going out uh after that uh it was uh, uh, quite lovely to see
1: and tell us a little bit about the experience if you can uh when did you find out uh, how did it work they fly you down do you do some spots in the city first do you just go there and do your show how much lead time did you have start anywhere
2: uh, it was a really interesting uh process i think uh, kind of a unique one where like, i was i was pretty much uh, invited by Jimmy um, we met uh, when I was doing the roast battles last summer at uh, Just for Laughs uh, he was one of the, the judges on uh, on one of the nights uh, where, I, where I battled Tony Hinchcliffe. and uh, actually we met in the bathroom I was coming out of the stall and uh, he and his cousin Sal were walking in to hang a piss and uh, I had just Dropped the deuce, so I was looking to get out there pretty quick. But uh, Jimmy started up a conversation, so I had to awkwardly stand there and talk to him while uh, uh, you know trying to ignore my okay, shit. Wait,
1: yeah, wait a second. So you're standing there in your own shit stink, yeah, talking to Jimmy Kimmel. Now, has he is he talking to you while he's hanging a piss? Yes. And are you do you acknowledge? Uh, hey, sorry, Jimmy. Some guy just came in here and killed a small animal
2: i just uh you know i just tried to focus on on uh, how awkward it was that he was talking to me while his dick was in his hand
1: yeah did Did you I, say I hey
2: to, if, if no one was if no one brought up the shit sink i wasn't gonna bring it up uh <laughs> but
3: everybody knew it was there
2: we all knew what i'd done that we sucks knew-
3: when you're at an event like that and you have to have a dump, eh? Just gets in the way You'd just rather not have that But anyway But if you do You Uh have to go You have to Because if you don't You get constipated
2: Mm -hmm. You're not gonna Sometimes you just can't hold it No I
3: know You
1: know But that's the kind of situation You're like Oh god I'm talking to Jimmy Kimmel He's got his dick in his hand Hanging a nice piss I just shit in there It smells like a It smells like an abattoir Or something you know Mm -hmm. It's like they've just done Some slaughtering uh, well,
3: we're, we're uh, back to our daily sub theme. <laughs> <It's>, anyway.
1: <yeah. laughs> we, uh, we spend a good amount of time on this show fascinated by poo-poo, but that's, maybe that's why we're not beloved by other Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> we spend too much time on the poo. Okay, so you're talking to Kimmel. What does he say?
2: Uh, we, 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 we just had a conversation you know, about uh, Canadian comedy and uh, of the roast battles in general, and was a, a, you know, honestly, a nice chat for uh, an awkward chat in the bathroom. Yeah. And then uh, the next day, one of his producers approached me at uh, one of the JFL parties and said that uh, Jimmy, when he got back to LA, sent an email to his uh, uh, people Just the Labs and said, I'd like you to find uh, this guy, K. Trevor Wilson, and book him before someone else does. And, and that started uh, the train rolling. And uh, uh, an interesting process because, you know, uh, being uh, in Canada, I think they're much used to, to using LA comics. Uh, so I was, you know, having to take my uh, my set uh, in Toronto or wherever I was performing, and then send it to uh, to the Kimmel producers for them to vet. And uh, uh, you know, we, it took us a bit of time to, to sort of come to an agreement on a set that uh, we wanted to do on on television that I felt represented me and that they felt would work for the American audience. And, uh, you know, cause sometimes you gotta. I mean, I've been do you know, performing in Canada, uh, for the most, most of my career, and, 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 uh, you know, I do work in the States, but definitely not as much as I do in Canada. Um, my, this last year I've been touring a show that's pretty much a love letter to Canada, so mm-hmm. I had to take a lot of references out that Americans just wouldn't get. And uh, I,
3: that's a and bit. Then, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: And then, uh, yeah, when, when we found uh, a set that we all agreed on, uh, uh, they set a date, and uh, they have a classy operation. I, I got to say, they flew me out first class. H- Trevor, and just,
1: just hang on a second. I, w- I, w- I want to get to that part in, in a second, but Fred has a question, and so do I. Don't go. Away. By the oh, way, no. are, you, are you on set soon, or do we have another couple minutes with you?
2: No, uh, I got the day off today. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Um, uh, Because day
1: off in Sudbury. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Mm -hmm. So we just want to break this up, because I want to get to how you got there, but Freddie has a question. No,
3: no, no. Just from, I guess that can be frustrating, too, because what do you get? Like three to five minutes? What was it again? I think five, I think five minutes. So that's pretty hard, because you want to whittle down to five minutes, yet at the same time, this is your big uh, chance, so you want it to be the right five minutes. So you, you might submit something that you're happy and confident with and they say nah this isn't going to work so that's uh, that was quite the challenge I would imagine
2: it was a a real education on for the most part I'll be honest you know I've done stand up on TV in Canada but uh, for the most part I just send them what I want to do and they go okay great Mm -hmm. uh, but but, you know there I was was dealing with uh, a lot more personalities who uh, definitely have an idea of how uh, the stand up should run on their show and uh, it was a much more of a collaborative effort. Uh, they all uh, had a, a lot of input and notes, and I had to make sure that I incorporated those notes into, into wow. my, my joke selection and, and uh, the, how I formed that set.
1: But here's the thing. but Before we get to the flying to L.A., because your set, you tamed it. Just give us the date. It was somewhere in late January, I want to say.
2: I think, January, I think it was January 4th.
1: January 4th so early yeah. January uh, and you went down and taped it on the 3rd or whatever it was was so it no, the 4th we
2: did it on the day we okay. did it earlier in the day from when the day
1: so how long before you went down and taped it on the 4th had you locked that 5 and 25 minutes and 20 seconds whatever it turned out to be how 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 long did you have to go out and try that set over and over again or did you even do that
2: um it was, it, I, I it took us till about well they approved the set uh, in December, so I I was shuffling around and, and rewriting and and sending them out different versions of the set uh, pretty much since uh, you know just for laughs uh, you know since getting into to August of uh, last year so it, it, it was that long of a process to to just get the the set approved and then. The, um, I really didn't, you know, have a chance to run it too many times because, you know, at this point in my career, most of the time when I'm performing, I'm, I'm doing, uh, you know, 45 to an hour. So, you know, you're sort of sneaking that five minutes. Well, that's uh, why
1: I want to ask you someone like you that would not, you wouldn't, you're not going on and doing five and six minute spots very often. So did you, did you actually go on and say, okay, I'm just going to do this five minutes to run it? Or did you, as you say, sneak it in the middle of your act somewhere?
0: i I'd,
2: I'd put it in the middle of the act somewhere sometimes I'd, I'd open with it to see uh how it worked off at the the top but yeah i mean I'd, i just sort of had to, to pepper it in with uh with with my show and just give it a run through which you know uh you, you take the chance to jump up on um you know some small open mics and some smaller stages to, just to do the five minutes you know i actually I'd pop into some rooms and maybe like uh uh, can you do like do you want to do fifteen? I was like, no, I, I just want to do five. <laughs> so I, I want to do this five, and then I'm going to go.
1: <laughs> so then, talk to us about you. You were going to say the experience. They fly you first class. You get it. Yeah, yeah. How does all that yeah, work? They
2: uh, they they flew me up there uh, first class. Uh, a driver picked me up from the airport, uh, and they uh, they put me up in the in the Roosevelt Hotel on Hollywood Boulevard, just down the street from uh, where the studio is, right across. From uh, the the Chinese theater, yep. uh, and uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty awesome. You know, I had my own uh, green room, or dressing room, uh, backstage. That was, you know, uh, in many ways nicer than the apartment I live in. Like w-
1: did it. you see? Uh, give me a couple more details. Did you see Kimmel before the show?
2: I did. I had uh, a chat with uh, with Jimmy before I went on, and then after we went off the air, uh, we had uh, we, we talked a bit more. Uh, a, a really nice guy. Uh, he, uh, it had his, uh, introduced me to his uh, warm up comic and had him, uh, take me around and introduce me to, uh, some of the clubs, uh, in, uh, in LA, and, uh, which, which was very nice. Um, and it was, a, it was a really great time. A good chance to get down to Los Angeles and visit some of my friends down there also. But uh, yeah, no. Anytime they put you up in the you
1: know, okay. So on the day of classic hotel, yeah. So on the day of the taping, you got there. Uh, they taped, what in the early afternoon, late afternoon, something like that. Early afternoon. And uh, uh, so were I you sitting there?
2: The day before.
1: So were you sitting there shitting yourself?
2: Um, I was. Uh, it was definitely nerve wracking, but I mean, I, I've done I've done TV before, and I've been doing stand up for for you know uh, I'm in my 17th year of of, you know stand up uh I once I got the first laugh uh on stage I was I was fine uh and uh you know I I did a full rehearsal of my set uh before the show uh for the crew and the band and, and I got the crew and the band to laugh and uh they're the most you know jaded people you can get so because they're always... They they hear everybody. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if you get them to laugh, it's like, okay, I've got this. It's like, uh, if you can make the waitress laugh at the comedy club, because sure. you've heard every act. So, if the waitress thinks you're funny, you're probably going to do really well.
3: So obviously this is regarded as a big break. Since it's happened, what has happened? Has this actually helped you in your career? Yeah, uh, Have any other doors opened? or?
2: Definitely opened up some doors uh, Got a lot more a uh, lot more Twitter followers Yeah uh, mm-hmm. That's pretty good But uh, You know uh, um, And then My ability to, to Get Both in the states Has increased uh, Exponentially I'm uh, Good I'm actually uh, At the end of August I'll be playing uh, The uh, The House of Comedy uh, In uh, The Mall of America In Minnesota Uh so that'll be, that'll be my first trip to, to sunny Minnesota.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty special. I mean, imagine what would have happened if you hadn't gotten the Kimmel thing, you'd never go to Minnesota. Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, and actually, I've, I've been approached to do a, uh, a comedy tour of uh, of Asia. Mm. Really? Yeah, so I've been taxed to play uh, some clubs in uh, uh, Shanghai, Bangkok, uh, Taipei, uh, uh, Tokyo, and Osaka.
3: Amazing. Anything in uh, Cambodia? Did he, Is Bum, that? Is uh, Phil's, <laughs> that our, our producer, say. Phil's, uh, his
1: girlfriend slash fiance lives in Cambodia. But we
3: could fly so, to Taipei. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So if you could take a package down there for Phil. Yeah, if you cool. don't mind.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little tripping.
1: K. Trevor, man. Great stories. Uh, Thanks, K, Paul. K. Trevor wants everyone to know. Letter Kenny. Third season being done right now. Make sure you check it out on Crave. Make sure you check out K. Trevor's uh, set on Kimmel, not Conan. One day you will do Conan. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, at K. Trevor Wilson, he's uh, not only uh, one of this country's funniest, but he turns out to be a super nice guy and what could be more fucking annoying than that? Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs>
1: All right, Thanks son. Thanks a guys. Kate we'll hey, see you soon. Happy, safe travels, and uh, all fun. the best to Good you. Chatting with you guys. All the best. All the very best.
3: Thanks, pal. Have a great day. You too. Talk soon.
1: That's Kate Trevor. he's a very nice guy.
3: That, uh, isn't that interesting? He comes out of the bathroom and that all comes together at... Do you remember what it was like when, even within this career, you get your sort of first break, you get that first call with a job offer or something, that feeling you have, like, Wow. I'm legit. Yeah, but that that to happen with uh, Jimmy Kimmel in a bathroom, and next thing you know, he's in that situation. Of course, with you and I, are yeah, I
1: do. I and you, you make a good point. We, we've mm-hmm. all gone through. We've had some amazing things happen, but that mm-hmm. would be just our luck, you know. We're in the bathroom. You just you've just laid a greasy deuce down. I'm waiting for you, right? And uh, you know, it's all of a sudden it smells like a hospital or something, like you know. Awful. And then Jimmy Kimmel walks in and, and just takes one look at us and goes, Jesus Christ, fellas, yeah. can you get the fuck out of here?
3: Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel comes in with the intention of uh, signing Humble and Fred to a long-term deal to do something we don't know what. Yeah. Walks in, takes one whiff, and goes, nope, no, no nope. thanks, pass. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. are Jesse and Gene? <laughs> 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 He'd walk in and say, I can't. This bathroom is
0: needs to be closed. I'm Toronto Mike. I produce Humble and Fred. If you want to hear more of me, I host a podcast called Toronto Miked. If you go to torontoMike.com and click notable guests at the very top, you can cherry pick an episode and just check it out, see what you think. There are plenty of Humble and Fred episodes to choose from. Thanks for listening. Peace and love. This best of episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Bodog, GoDaddy, the retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, and the Electric Vehicle Network. I am most definitely not Dan Duran. See you soon.